0: What's up, everybody? It's Thea Sam here. Welcome to Unleash The Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you've had an incredible week. I hope you're having an incredible day. And I pray that in these next 15-ish minutes or so, that your day gets just a tad bit better, if not unbelievably better. Uh, Today we are talking about disarming the devil and a little bit of a a continuation from our podcast on Wednesday where we, we were talking about, am I being tempted or tested? and really learning to kind of discern the difference. And you know, there's not, there's not a, a clear cut answer. I wish it was like, here's three steps and this is how you know you're being tested. Here's the other three steps, this is how you know you're being tempted. It's not necessarily that black and white, but there are some things that we discussed that I think, um, you know, at least outline what you can look for if you are, or I guess to tell if you are being tempted or if you're being tested. So um, I hope that was helpful. Today, we're talking about specifically how to deal with the devil, because let's not kid ourselves here. Um, We know that there is an enemy who is warring against you and against me. He does not want to see us succeed. In fact, he wants to see us fail miserably. Um, We know that this enemy is relentless, that he's been going nonstop since basically the beginning of time the Garden of Eden, and we know that he is completely defeated, and yet he is still able to wreak havoc on many people's lives all around the world. Uh, we know that the devil is not a figment of our imagination. He, he's, it's not just some theological concept. He is real. Um, he's, he is real in the, the spiritual affect that he has on people's lives spiritual effect he has on people's lives i think that's what i meant to say um, that part is real but he's just as real in the thoughts that he will plant in our mind in the spiritual forces that he will use against us and in the ways that he will try to lure us away from the things of god and the will of god for our lives we also know that the enemy does not while he, while he does work in opposition, his primary tactic is not to oppose, but rather to distort or to counterfeit. And that distinction alone is very, very important. The enemy rarely will try to get you to wake up in the morning and watch porn. What he might try to get you to do is to scroll on your social media a little bit longer than you should, right? He, he's not blatant, he's not overt. Because he knows that if he's too strong about it, that he'll reveal his own demise. But if he can come at it subtly and he can just sort of inch you on that path, that eventually it will lead you where he wants you to go. Now, why, why is the enemy so adamant and so interested in our failure? Why is he trying to make our lives worse and lead us into poor decisions? Very simply, he is trying to draw us away from God. He, he that that is his desire. It is that you experience disconnection with God, and he will pursue and promote that agenda as much as he possibly can. The good news for you and I is that the devil is only as power. Oh, sorry, he's only as powerful as we let him. Jesus made an interesting statement in Matthew 28 when he's giving what we now know as the, the Great Commission. Um, and he he made this statement just in the midst of kind of giving the actual instruction. Um, but he says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, which is really interesting because what it means is that you and I don't inherit authority, and that the devil doesn't inherit authority either. <laughs> Language sometimes is just challenging for me. I don't know what that, where that came from. All authority has been given to me on heaven, in heaven and on earth. And, and what Jesus is saying is, I have the authority. This was not split. The, the devil didn't get like 10% of the authority, you know, in some sort of negotiation here when he decided to make Adam and Eve fall. Jesus has all authority. And what that means is that if anybody other than Jesus possesses authority, it has been delegated. So for you and I, Jesus has empowered us to walk in authority, to walk in our authority as sons and daughters of the living God, to walk as conquerors, to be the head and not the tail. He has given us the authority. We didn't create the authority. We weren't able to conjure it up. We weren't even able to earn it, but he gave it to us. If you read all throughout the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, you will observe that at no point did Jesus or God, the Father, give any authority to the devil. None. Now, if Jesus would have given into the temptations in the wilderness, he would have given him some authority. Because as we talked about, Jesus would then be making decisions that are in reaction to the devil. And whoever catalyzes the reaction has the authority. They're the person in power. But Jesus did not. He resisted the temptation and he kept his authority. And the devil gained nothing from that transaction. So the only way the devil gets authority is if you and I delegate it to him. Now, there's three ways primarily that this takes place. Number one is we believe a lie. Now, Jesus' temptation in the wilderness was not just to turn stones to bread. It was to believe a lie. But, But the enemy didn't say, hey, Jesus, why don't you believe this lie? He didn't just like present it overtly. He said, hey, if you're the son of God, then you just turn these stones into bread. But if he... If Jesus actually did that, he would would be agreeing with the statement that he has to prove himself, which is a lie. So it's in a very cunning way that the enemy tries to get us to partner with lies. And when we do, we empower the lie and we give him authority in that arena of our lies. So this is the first way that the enemy will try to take authority. The second thing the enemy tries to do is he will try to keep you quiet. He tries to keep you silent. He tries to keep you hidden. If you take any form of self-defense, you learn that the first line of defense is not your body. It's not a karate chop or a power kick or your mobility. It's your voice. So if you are defending yourself, it starts with your voice. That's where you intimidate. And see, the the enemy knows this, and so he not only tries to keep you silent, but he doesn't shut up. He doesn't stop talking. He doesn't stop trying to get you to just veer slightly off course, knowing that if he can at least get you a little bit off, then he can get you way off further down the road. So this is what he does. So he's gonna try to silence you. He's gonna try to get you to believe a lie. And arguably, One of the biggest tactics of the enemy in today's day and age is he tries to be invincible. Sorry, he tries to be invisible. In other words, especially in in Western cultures, if you go to Africa, you go to South America, you see that actually uh, demonic possession is a real thing and, and the devil is maybe a little bit more visible. But in the Western nations, he is working very hard to be invisible everything's gray. There's not necessarily good or evil, but everything's just gray. And we have this devil or we have this, this life and we have to make our choices and we don't really know what's right or wrong. You know, we're never really going to know. There's lots of different ways to God and da-da-da-da-da. The, the, the enemy is trying to dilute morality. He, he wants to dilute it so that people don't even think he exists, so that he can just fly under the radar and just slowly and subtly wreak havoc on millions upon millions of believers and non-believers around the world. So if these are three of the main tactics the enemy uses against us, then in them are actually three solutions that are gonna allow us to thwart any schemes that he may derive against your life. Number one, believe the truth, okay? This is a big deal. Your success in the spiritual part of your life is going to be predicated on how well you know, believe and live on the truth. That's a big one, really, really big one. Number two, do not be silent. If you're struggling with a sexual problem, talk to somebody about it, reach out, get some help. Don't be silent because the longer you choose to be silent, the stronger your partnership is with the devil. I know that's a strong statement, but I mean it with all my heart. The devil wants you quiet. God, if God gave you authority, Jesus has given you authority. Why would he want you to be quiet? It makes no sense. Now you have authority over these issues. You just haven't walked out in it because you've been quiet, because you're being hidden. So step out. Don't be quiet. Raise your voice. Wage war against the enemy. Be honest and upfront about your struggles, about what you're going through and disarm the devil from having that power over you and trying to keep you quiet. And lastly, we know that the enemy is trying to be invisible. And what that means is we must become very aware of when the enemy is at work without becoming paranoid. Okay, that last part is very important. I don't believe that every single bad thing that happens is caused by the enemy. And I actually don't even believe every bad thought I have is from the enemy. I believe he plants seeds and he gets us to mull on these seeds and to kind of work them over until we start to acknowledge them as our own. He, he does the work kind of getting the process started, but then we further that process. So he, he, he's going to be subtle. He, he's going to even be invisible. And, and he might lead you to believe that, oh yeah, he's not even there, you know, like death is defeated and, and the enemy like is no more. Look, death is defeated. And, and the enemy, in theory, is powerless unless power is delegated. But he is still real. In fact, he will, not, he will never perish, right? Like, that's the whole, the whole premise is that, that hell and, and evil do not go away, but rather um, they are eternally in hell. They are eternally evil. Like, th- we're playing the longest long game of all long games in the history of time here when we talk about salvation and eternal life. And the devil would want nothing more than for you to believe he's not real so that you don't have to worry about eternity. But it's not true. And in your pursuit of freedom, my friend, I want to encourage you. Find the truth. Speak up. And get very good at identifying when the enemy is at work so that you can avoid it at all costs. And much more importantly, because like I said, we don't want to do this to the point of paranoia. Because then actually we're no better. We don't want to become obsessive over the devil's works and activities. So one of the best ways that you can actually become familiar with identifying the lies and the schemes of the enemy is by getting really good at identifying the truth and the schemes of God. See, when you start to become aware of God's heart, his nature, you become so familiar with the real thing that you can easily spot a counterfeit. Because remember, the enemy does not necessarily work in opposition, and actually, there's several reasons for that. Um, but the main thing is he tries to kind of distort what's true so that it sort of seems like the truth, but it's not quite there. That kind of seems right, but it's not actually. That's, that, that's what the devil tries to do. That's, that's his play. But the, the second reason that the, the devil is not in opposition to God is because oppositions generally are equal. Like when the Toronto Maple Leafs play the Edmonton Oilers, those are two teams that are in the same league. One team's going to be better than the others. Obviously, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs in this case. But they are in the same league. They're, they're playing on a similar level. And that's why they are opposing each other in a game. There aren't teams from the minor leagues or youth leagues playing against the Maple Leafs. Because they're they're on completely different levels. They, they would not actually be an adequate opposition. And the enemy is not an adequate opposition for God because they're on very different levels. God is 10 steps ahead of the enemy. God has, has beaten him once and for all. God is, God is in a completely different realm than the enemy could ever dream of. So they're not opposites. Don't mistake that. The devil is nowhere nearly as powerful as your God. And lastly... I want to encourage you, um, what you stare at will grow. And so let's, let's make sure that as we, as we work to disarm the work of the devil in our lives, that we are so fixated on what God is doing, that we focus on him, that we direct our resources and our attention to him, and that we keep him the priority in our lives. Knowing that as long as we do this, the other things will fall into place. We'll be able to point out the schemes of the enemy. We'll be able to identify the lies when they come will be able to to thwart off and to ward off any kind of counterfeits, any kind of distortions that present themselves as something that's good but maybe not great. So I I know we're we're talking about kind of complex spiritual matters here, guys, but uh, we are in a war, and I want to see each and every single one of you guys win. Um, If you have found that you are silent, that you've been really hidden, that you have not spoken up, that you have not got the help you need, that you have not been waging war against the enemy by you know, letting some loved ones or some trusted people in your life to really be part of your journey, I wanna encourage you to start today. And uh, I wanna let you know that we have a few spots open up this month in Deep Clean. So if you're looking for a program that's really gonna help you get there in an expedited, accelerated kind of way, uh, Deep Clean might be worth your consideration. We help you resolve the root issues of porn and masturbation, um, we uh, put you into a community of guys around the world pursuing freedom just like you who are on a mission to not just to get clean but to get the relationships back to be in a healthier place spiritually and to really feel confident again and if these are the kinds of things that you're looking for um, and that you want in your life and you want them now because you know you need them then I want to encourage you to reach out go to my website you can book a time with me we can have a chat about it and we can see if this is a good fit for you guys thank you so much for listening I wish you an incredible incredible day and we'll talk to you very very soon take care bye